Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So here we are. Here we bloody are. A bonus episode of Private Parts for your birthday. Let's, let, I tell you, it is, it's my birthday today. I'm very excited. We've got uh, my... Um, 39. My uh, <laughs> other half. My uh, ball and chain. My... Uh, your Se- better half. My, my, <laughs> my better half. My, my lover of life. My, what? My Adam to my Eve. No, my Eve to my Adam. Apple to your eye. Yeah. The apple of my eye. Oh, the apple of your eye. Eloise Agostinelli. Again. What do you mean again? Your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> she could be my daughter. Child. <laughs> Let's intro you. She could be my daughter. She was. She was just being born when I was buying my first condom on the way to Normandy on a ferry. At 10. PM in the evening. Did you buy it? Well, how? Yeah, I think I bought my first condom at 10, at 10, 11, 10 years old. Yeah, I think I was 10 years old. We spoke about this on the last, ah. spos- we spoke about it on the last podcast. Uh, but it's my birthday day, so we thought we'd do a little bonus episode for you guys. Everyone, welcome to Private Parts. This is where we read the most intimate sort of details of our lives. We have Francis, obviously. Hey, Francis. What's up? What's up? And What's we up, have Eloise. Yo, yo. <laughs> we had a very funny moment actually coming over here, Francis, That's where we basically, El, we were in a car, we were in an Uber. Yeah. Coming to the train station to go and get the train. Yeah, you told me the story already. Yeah, I know, but I'm telling, well, I'll tell the listeners, shall I? All right, okay. So we're coming to, we're coming to the train station and, um, and we were in an Uber. <laughs> And you said this bit already. Okay, and we had as we got in the car, I had a tea in my hand. Elle had a coffee, and we had some cookies in the back. It's my birthday. You wanted cookies? You kind of treat yourself. And the guy, the Uber driver, turned around to have a look, and he sort of gave a weird odd look at us. And I said, "Look, don't worry, sir. It's all right. Don't worry about it. If I spill anything, I'll pay you, and I promise we won't spill anything." And making a really big deal about the fact that we will not spill a thing. Made a huge deal about it. And then as we drove to the train station, I suddenly look over at Elle and she does this. I've never seen so much shock and hurt and everything in her eyes as she dropped all of the coffee. Boiling all, hot. All oh over God. her lap. So I what was it, throw, black coffee? Or? Black, black coffee, coffee. yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. So I suddenly froze and That's I was so on the phone. Black coffee. So hot, it was the most painful thing. <laughs> it was also, it was steaming up off the seats. You saw it steaming up. Yeah, the he seats. didn't give a shit. He was on the phone asking me to be quiet. <laughs> no, no, I yeah, saw yeah, this coffee. Were. I saw this coffee go everywhere. And I went, oh my God, I went, oh, I went, oh, I went, oh, should I? I went, wait a minute, should I tell him? Should I tell him? And Elle just went, no. No, don't tell him. But then we did tell him, didn't we? You did. I was just you. you, you I've. I told Jamie. I've never felt more alone because he has this like power where he can just make someone feel very lonely, despite of oh, how. How do I make you is. feel lonely? You That's made me like... feel very much on my own. Oh no! Well, how did I? Well, I was alone with my burning hand, and you were laughing at me, taking stories on Instagram, <laughs> calling me a drama queen, oh, insinuating God. that I'm not actually in pain. Jamie, that's so, you're so heartless. No, did it hurt so a lot? After I made him, I, I brought him a cake to in yeah. bed with candles. 
I got him a nice gift. I made sure everything was going perfectly on his birthday and he couldn't be fucked to help me when I'm like boiling and no. burning. I did, I did help you. No. Yeah, I did. Well, I it's kind of like an um, intervention. It's not like an intervention. We're, we're, tr we're trying to fix you, Jamie. No. We're going to sort your life out. No, I, I don't. Or help me sort myself out when I'm in need. I feel like I feel like there are a lot of times when I do, I do I, I look after you a lot of times. So, really, like when? Uh, okay, what about the time when you? Uh, what about the time when you were put in prison? I came and bailed you out then. I was never in prison. You're probably confusing me with another girl. <laughs> Have you ever been put in prison, Francis? No. <laughs> You've never been put in prison. Never. Ever. No. Have you? Yeah, you have. You're no, making I a I have face. No, I haven't. What's an I have face? He has a bit of an I have face. Yeah. Also, can we also think about this? Your birthdays, right? So I've turned 30 today, right? Five. No, I've turned 30 today. Francis, what do you... Do you feel different now that you're 30? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, yeah, I do, yeah. What do you mean you feel different? All right, I feel um, like I'm a real man. Oh, you didn't? You felt more of a woman before? I was a boy. <laughs> I, was, I was but a boy. And so now you feel like... And now I'm older than you, so I'm going to boss you around and stuff. You're not older than me. Yeah, I am. You, 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 you were both 30. Yeah, but I was 30 before you. That's quite a big deal. Yeah, but we're now 30 together, so... Yeah, but I was... Obviously, you should respect your elders, so... Well, you, I definitely don't respect you. You don't respect me? No, but as in, like, not because you're older than me, because you do act like you... We had this conversation where I'm like, yeah, you're 30, but you have... You, you have this ability. <laughs> <laughs> Eloise, actually, today we were walking down the we were walking down the street, and we we're talking about uh, sex. We're talking about sex, and what did you say? I was like, you said. Oh wait, yeah. They always say that the way you dance is the way you have sex. So I was, I was, I was going down the road, and I was dancing, and I was like, <laughs> like dancing that. And Elle said, the way you dance is normally how you have sex. And I went, oh, and she went, you're just quite quick and fast. I said, I said, you're a fast dancer. Yeah, you'd, you'd be known as a fast dancer. Yeah. I was like, what? Well, you like it quick and easy. No, I don't like it quick and easy. Yeah, you do. You claim you like to romance and like get it on, but really you just want to just get it done. No, I don't think that's quite right. I, well, I would know, wouldn't I? Do you, well, you just think I quite like it just to, to get done to and over. To just get it done and over with. God, we're learning so much about you, Jamie. How but this you, is not because I don't turn him on. This is how he is and anyways, by the way. So what else does he do <laughs> that's, that upsets you? Um... Not much, to be honest. He gaslights you. Gaslights. What's gaslighting? What's it's where you, like, make her think she's gone crazy. Oh, he farts on my face. Oh, really? Yeah. No, no, no. I yeah, said, yeah, yeah. I actually spoke about this when Eloise farted. I told you this. Eloise... Look at her, like, you When Eloise, she farted, and it fucking stank. Like, it was so smelly. Really? No. Yeah, it was so smelly. But then, to, to, to get, to, I told you this, I said this on the last podcast, I farted in the night and I woke you up and you went, oh well, God. literally woke me up. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because You guys fart on each other so much. But hold on, Francis, let's have a think about this. So you, so now that you've turned 30, right, and we're both 30 years old, what are your, what things do you want to achieve? Like, what, what are your, what are your things that you're grateful for and the things, I tell you, let's back in your 20s, what things do you do right and what things do you do wrong, do you think? Well, I think, um... You know, there's a lot, uh, you know, uh, you, your 20s is for learning, you know, as much as everyone likes to think, oh, yeah, you know, I want to make a huge success of um, my 20s. Not, that's not always like, yeah. uh, you know, that's not, we... that's not always like, 
necessarily what you expect it to be. I think you, you need to take profit from your loss as well, you know, in life. Also, what I was, I was talking to a friend of ours uh, on the phone earlier, and I was talking to him about the fact that now that I'm 30, there's, you know, if I suddenly died now, mm. right, people, it wouldn't be like, oh, God, he had so much potential. It's like, no, his, it's like that bit's past now because I'm older. It's not like, oh, God, he had so much potential. It's like, no, he should have fulfilled his potential. Now the, no, he, no, but, but I, I disagree. I think generally your 30s are really where you actually build your life. And actually, that's why I think... But that's when you start building your, your life. Your, your, your 20s is like Especially the foundation when, yeah. for, for you then to attack your life in your 30s. I have uh, so much uh, time ahead. You do, actually. Yeah, yeah, you have so much time. You do, you do. You've got, you've got your whole 20s. And actually... Uh, it is reassuring, specifically because I choose not to use my 20s in the same way as a normal 20 year old might because mm. I realized from like what my friends well just to be a bit more in advance I think and yeah. just start planning ahead just because that's mm. what I've always wanted to do like partying and everything mm. is fun but it's not like my main focus which is not the case for most 20 year olds what, that are, you, I know. what are you planning ahead for just my my future my like yeah. career wise uh family wise you know oh you freezing your eggs no, I don't need to freeze my eggs. I think my <laughs> eggs are nice and fresh. We're 20 years old, thank God. Would you ever Would you ever freeze your eggs? I would, yeah. And do what with them? Well, let's say I'm like 35, right? And I still can't find the right man. Mm -hmm. I, or maybe a bit earlier, like 30, and I still can't find the right man. I'd have to freeze my eggs because I would want to, you know... Would you be, would you be surprised if you were suddenly 35 and you weren't married with any guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were... 25? You know when you just know 25 you're... 25 No, 35. Uh. You know when you just know you're calling? Yeah. Like well, someone like would be born knowing, you know, I will become an actress or yeah. I will be president of the United States or whatever. I, I was know, like, I'm going to be a wife. <laughs> no, not a wife, but I know I'm like, I'm well, going I mean, to be it, a mom. It's, like, it's, it's, it's the it's most, a, I think it's the most noble uh, yeah, calling for, for, for women to raise a family. I, I mean, it's a full-time job as well, raising children, yeah, I mean, I raising children properly as well. Because, yeah. because uh, you know, so many people, you know, and there's so much, I think, pressure on, uh, women today to want to go out and achieve a lot in a career sense of the word. Yeah. But but actually, like raising children properly and raising good children is a full time job. It's difficult. It's not yeah. an easy thing, to, and it takes a lot of focus and, and um, hard work. But I all, I'm going back to my original point of like potential. Now now if we look at X Factor, I'm in the over twenty. I'm in the, the we're both in the top group. Mm. which is slightly weird. In the X Factor? If we were in X Factor, we would be in the top group. We wouldn't be like the young ones. We would be the, we'd be the old ones. You'd be that, Simon Cowell at the corner. You know, no, you know the group that you, we watch in X Factor and, you, and, you, and it goes like when they get told who they're going to look after. Are, are you going to look after the, like, the bands? Are you going to look after the girls? Are you going to look after the boys? And someone gets the old ones. And when they ever get the old ones, they always go like, oh, yes, yes. <laughs> it's like that delayed response, because you know you're never going to win. Because you've got like Wagner or whoever yeah. on your side. We're now in that group of people. Which well, is well, we've been in there for a few years. About 30, like, but it's why? Like a, we're now. If we were if we were footballers, if we were footballers, we would now be looking to like uh, towards. Since the end when of did you want to go on X Factor? I didn't know that. No, I don't want to go on X Factor. I don't want to go on X Factor. I'm just saying that would be it. Or if we if we died now, <sighs> they would be like, oh, you want to go on Britain's Got Talent? <laughs> I don't know. What would you? What would be your skill? You'd be great on. I'm a celebrity. Oh, no, yeah. what's his oh, yeah. just being a celebrity. Yeah, would you, yeah. are you gonna... <laughs> I'd be really good at being a celebrity. That's your only uh, that, skill. That was, see, that was his calling. That's when he decided his calling. I knew growing up... I knew when I was growing up that I was going to be a celebrity. I'm <laughs> going to be famous. 
Is that, that's what you. This, that's all you've ever dreamed of, isn't it? No, it's not. To be as famous as you can. No. It's Are not. you going on? I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. We should probably address those rumours actually, because there's a lot of talk about the fact that apparently I'm going on. I'm a celebrity. Um, firstly, can we just You're talk? not famous enough. <laughs> Why are you laughing? That's so arrogant. That's so arrogant. No, there's been a lot of there's been a lot of things in the press about uh, the rumours of who's going into I'm a Celebrity to get me out of here. This I, year. I haven't read any. I well, I haven't. But people keep telling I me. I have. You've read a few. Keep people keep telling me yeah, things. I've read a lot. And supposedly I'm going to be one of the guests going in, or one of the the, the cast going into the jungle. Now I can all let you know. Drum roll. You're finally coming out. I haven't told you this, Al. Is that a joke? I'm not going in the jungle. Oh my gosh, you freaked out for a second. I would be so angry if you told me that on a podcast. On a podcast. We, I would literally storm out would and you? take a train back to London. You wouldn't hear from me for like a month. Uh, really? Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't hear you for a month? Yeah. A whole month? No, I'm not doing it. Well, he'd be in the jungle. Not that so I have anything against <laughs> him going him on either. it. I don't have anything against him going on it at all. I would have something against him not giving me a heads up. No, I'm uh, not going into the jungle. No, I'm not at all. But it's now becoming... Would you ever go on it? Um, yeah. You don't. No, no, no. You 100% would. <laughs> let's, yeah. let's I, mean, ask I, don't even, I don't even know how you would like let's, ask Let's, let's, let's ask Elle. Let's, what, what would be my reason to go on the jungle? Uh, two reasons. Okay. The first one is all the attention you get because you're on TV. <laughs> yeah. And the second one is the money if you win. No, it's not. First, you don't get money if you, you win. You do. No, you, you get money. You get, you mo- you get, get money sh- just to go in. You don't win it. Y- oh, you, you get, do no, you get, get money bo- when you, you win. You, yeah, you get a bonus. If Look, you now you really wants to go on. You don't get a bonus. You get paid. You get paid. It's, it's, it's oh, like you know. He's been asking a lot of questions. Look, I'm not going into the jungle. Am I right with my... No, I would do it for an experience. No, the experience of being in a jungle and eating fucking spiders okay but did, so so now you can answer this question you may not be going to the jungle but did you meet with the people from the jungle no I never met with them either so how do you know so much about it because he's kissed Georgia Tarfalo is that her name yeah, but that's not how I know about the jungle but she's been on it so you've been quite close to her and she's told you about it yeah, but that doesn't mean I know about it baby no that's that's not well hasn't no, she told you about how it works I've, I've had a meeting in the past when I had a meeting about four years ago three years ago about it but I, I just don't you know I don't know if I would you do it well, you've been in the jungle so you, you can you do have? it yeah but not I, 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 no not he on the show right? he wasn't paid to be there he paid to be there <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's a lot of money to be <laughs> in the West African jungle yeah, jungle. It was, yeah it was do you think you'd do it um you know, I I don't know. Like, I think it. I think out of all of those sorts of shows, it's probably the least um, negative. Like, I think it's kind of there's a sort of positive vibe to it. Like, people aren't people aren't like like Big Brother or something like that. I would never do because it's always there's a, there's a sort of uh, a, a sort of vindictiveness of the producers. So I, I don't know if I would I would I would do that. But I do I I I would never say never. Hang on, stop what you're doing because we've got a word from our sponsors. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And now back to the podcast. 
If you were on this reality show, Eloise... I would have to have a reason, like, why am, I, why am I going in there? What am I trying to promote? Okay, and let's talk about this. If you went on these reality shows, right, and it was being filmed, and you found a guy there, or Francis, like, was you went with Katie and you found a girl, okay, or, or in, the, in the jungle or wherever it was, and you were with them, you really fell hard for them, would you end up having sex with them in the jungle? No, no, it would be quite uncomfortable. Yeah, would you would you do it? Would you do it? No, no. because they don't no, even like, they're not, not even properly clean. Wait, they? would I be dating you? They would you be dating them? Yeah, it should be. Every, it's all on camera. Everyone can see. No, I know, but would I be dating you outside? Yeah, you're not cheating on me. In the oh, journey. not cheating on you. <laughs> no. Uh, then no, no, I would never do such a thing on camera. Would you I have? Think it's the tackiest thing someone could do, and I think it's just a joke. Yeah. Would you ever have sex with Jamie on camera? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely yes. <laughs> he would love to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But blink and you'll miss it. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it would fit into an Instagram story. Because he's such a fast dancer. It would be like a boomerang. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. No, okay, goodbye. Let's so let's just going back to like what our our thirties are and things like that and that kind of stuff. Now now also if we, we died, it would be like ah. Oh, Why do you keep talking about death? I'm just saying that he's thirty now, it's on his mind. No, when you turn Close thirty, it's like oh now. they it's not like now they're like, Oh, he died so young, it'd be like, Oh, he had a good innings. Yeah. That's what it would be like. What, looking well, back, thirty. I mean, thirty is still pretty young. It's super young. I know it's still young. Like you're nowhere near to like starting no, family and just, getting married. It's like, just more the fact that when I was like eighteen years old or seventeen years old, and I used to look at people who were thirty, I used to go, God, they weren't married and had kids and owned like the world. I was like, what have they done with their life? And now you put things into perspective because you're actually there and you realise that actually all these things aren't quite yeah. what you thought, right? Mm. What do you mean? Well, I just think that like you, life isn't as, isn't how do I say? Life isn't a, life doesn't always lead the blueprint that you think it's going to well, lead. And also, there's like this, there's this unrealistic um, expectation of people that like everyone, you know, everyone who's successful did it when they're in their twenties. Like that's not the case. Like no. a lot of a lot of people, like like Jeff Bezos, for example, the richest man in the world, like didn't make. Like uh, make money until his like mid to late thirties. Yeah, my dad like, made a, uh, his first big money on, at thirty. Yeah, twenty-seven. Yeah, well, no, so no, obviously yeah. no, the close to thirty. Yeah, yeah, no, but, they, sure. but that's the thing. Like people make people make um, you know people make a success of their lives sometimes late. And actually, there's that Japanese proverb that like the greatest men um, are successful. The greatest men eat. No, the toast. great the great men are successful later in life. I also think the timing is just false, and there's no, no time exactly. to, you know, like, you know, wi- some so women just don't get beat so yourself up about it, mate. You're, you're, <laughs> you haven't, you haven't time, made a success of your life yet. You're doing it this but... time is the right thing for you, and what someone may be doing at the same age as you is the right time for them to do it. We're all on our own path. And it's all relative. Like, you know, you may not be, like, a really successful guy. And... It's okay, you know, you're a C-class. Hey, look, I don't, give a, I don't care. I don't think about it that but much. Like, you know, relative to someone else. <laughs> I don't think about it that much. Okay, thinking about more about our 30s, right? What do you, what do you look back on now and realise that you've learned and changed from your 20s till now? So what in your 20s do you think was important? Well, I, I actually, that goes back to what I, what is, what I was saying. Like, when I was... In my early twenties, I was very um, eager to like go out and and like I was I was I was um, impatient. I, I just wanted to go out and do it and like you know and you know have a sort of overnight success and and all of that. But but now I've realised that actually the real gains you make in life are in slowly uh, slowly and incrementally and and then and then then you're like ready for you know, that overnight success, you know, later in the day. So I think it's, um, yeah, I, I think I would be less impatient. If I could tell 
a 20 year old today who maybe wants to go out and be an entrepreneur or whatever just be patient work hard and be patient i'm not patient yeah well that's the thing like when you're young you're not i think because of everything people in society today particularly with the way that we can access whatever we want we online just want everything or now. we want everything now but it's not yeah it's you not want really. instant pleasure i need but someone to remind me that i remind that you the whole time to the thing, I'll tell you more uh, what you have what al what you have though is that you uh there's some things that you worry about or you think about or you freak out about yeah yeah that when you get older you'll be like why the fuck was i even worrying about those things probably there are some things that, yeah... Are you talking you... about something in particular? Are you talking about the guy you had sex with in the beige suit? <laughs> yeah, that kind of worries me, Jamie, because, you know... What, the guy... I did not have sex with the guy in a beige suit. Let's just get that very clear. I think it's very cool if you did. <laughs> I didn't have sex with the guy in a beige suit. In LA? No, I didn't. What was his name? <laughs> I didn't have was sex with... cute? No, I didn't have sex with anyone mm. in a beige suit. What, what, what kind of suit was he wearing, then? <laughs> I didn't fucking have sex with... Was it a with... bathing suit? <laughs> oh, I wish. <laughs> no. We all know you do. Was but... it pyjamas? No, but there is... But there is this... Pyjamas thing... are kind of like a beige suit. <laughs> Kind of like a little suit. Those little clear pocket. underpants. Yeah. Does anyone wear pyjamas anymore? Yes, I do. Eloise, you do not wear pyjamas? Yes, I do. What pyjamas do you wear? I, I wear these Victoria's Secret silky ones. When? With Only with her other boyfriend. With my other boyfriend. You do? Well, I either sleep naked if I'm like, yeah, just, yeah. Or Just I'll, what? Just like comfy. But if I don't feel comfy and if I feel cold and it's just like not nice, then I wear pajamas. I've never seen you wear pajamas. That's because I've always been comfy. Because in bed you like just cuddle me, so it's comfy. I find the concept of getting dressed to go to bed like completely. What bizarre. about the concept of getting undressed to take a shit? <laughs> well, I don't know. That seems completely na natural to me. <laughs> Look, we also this is a bonus episode, so we got to you know we got to also mention the fact that we are on tour. Okay, we are on tour We're at the moment. It is my birthday, and we are sitting in uh, Corby Theatre. <laughs> Just look, Jamie, what I, what I want to say to you is on your 30th birthday, don't beat yourself up, all right? Like, no one expected, you know, great you things. You should be a great, amazing guy. No. You've already done great yeah. stuff. No. We're in Corby, for God's sake. We're in Corby <laughs> Theatre. You know, we're in Corby, and, like, Corby is just the, the, the beginning. <laughs> we're in... Corby's just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> look how like it. It's all downhill from here. We are... <laughs> <laughs> we are we are in. Uh, You've made it, Jamie. Yeah, yeah. We are in Corby. Yeah, yeah, we are in Corby. I had to do I had to do the um, the something called Fighting Talk, which is a radio show and a podcast. So I had to do that, and I went on, and they said, "Oh, Jamie, what are you uh, what are you doing for your birthday?" And I went, "Oh, I'm in Corby." And they went, "What?" And I went, "I'm in Corby." And they went, "What?" And I went, "I'm in Corby." And they went, "Where's that?" And I went, "It's." North, <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> I didn't know where it was. Turns out it's an hour away from London. But I tell you what, I thought it was like way up north. So did I, but it's I not. I thought it was a long train journey. I, I, was was like... I was saying today, like, so, so I was like, oh, I'm doing a show in Corby. And, and they were like, oh, where's that? And I was like, to be honest, if, if you asked me to point at it on a map, I wouldn't be able to do it. I didn't know, I didn't know where it, I in my head, know. I don't know where it is. But we're but here, really we made like it. I like it. There's like McDonald's next door and like a lot of food everywhere. Kind of looks like Brighton, I think. Yeah. That, this looks nothing like Brighton. I think it does. <laughs> Eloise, it looks. When have you ever been to Brighton? A year ago. When did you go? Where, where did you go in Brighton? Do you really want to know? Yeah. I went for my second year anniversary with my ex boyfriend to Brighton. Sick to Brighton. <laughs> <laughs> where did you stay in a hotel? No, we didn't stay there. We went for the day. We drove because he had his driving license. Brighton's Jamie's turf. Like, you should. <laughs> I know, I know. We met some of your friends. He's making a joke. Brighton's. I know, it's the capital of gay people. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, 
Yeah, but I don't think it's the capital of gay people. <laughs> I don't think that's quite right. It's not the capital of gay people. It's the capital. It's the it's the gay capital of the UK. Oh, no, it's the gay isn't capital. Isn't that what I just said? No, you said it's the capital of gays. <laughs> Which I don't think is politically or 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 any. Oh, but saying the capital of gay people in Britain. No, it's it's no, the gay capital of Britain. The gay capital, not the capital of gays. <laughs> yeah, it's not where it's not where if you're it's gay. Not me- Mecca for gays. <laughs> yeah, it's, not, it's not where a lot of gay people Jerusalem say. Jerusalem oh. for gays. Yeah, it's, it's... <laughs> we are. You know, we are not here to offend anyone who is Look, like, who is gay half at of all. my family is, like, gay, so I'm not... Who, who's One that? of my best friends is gay. Like, I have no problems. I'm French, for God's sakes. Yeah, no. No, listen, I, I'm not saying... I just found it funny that you call Brighton the, the capital of gays. <laughs> That's the funniest thing about it. But in fact, it's not. It's the gay capital of the UK. But we are on tour, Francis. Well, you'd know. You know, we're going to do a podcast about finishing tour and all the things about that. What, is, what has been, so far, your, your favourite and worst moment of touring? My favourite moment of touring, I think maybe maybe it was Edinburgh. That um, was fun. Edinburgh was really fun. Yeah, that was great. Um, and then um, we, it's not over yet, so I, d- I feel like there's still. Yeah, well, what's your lowest moment so far? <clears throat> my lowest moment. Because the thing about tour- I know. Oh, do you know what my lowest moment is? Was was when we went for breakfast in Southport, and oh. there was that horrible. And you had that coffee. And, and that, 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 this, they served this lukewarm, watered down oh. coffee. And I was like, this coffee is terrible. That's we did, we did. What about when these drunk ladies were screaming? You told me that was That was, was kind of funny. Annoying. That was in Liverpool. You told me that was annoying. They were, they were having a full on conversation in the front row. And, I, and we looked at them and they said, oh, they went, oh, you don't know what heckles are in their Scottish accent. And I said, they were what, from what Liverpool. Are? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Steve Gerrard, they're heckles. And they went, oh, you don't know what heckling is. I said, you know what? Heckling. Heckling. Heckling, right. Can you just say it in your normal Yeah, they said, you don't know what heckling is. And I said, you're not heckling, you're just having a conversation in the front row. And Francis turned to them and said, he went, you know how you're meant to do this? We're meant to say something, you're meant to laugh, and then women say something more. <laughs> we're not meant to have a full-on conversation with each other. But what is I that? I would have just turned to them and be like, shut up. No, yeah, you but can't no, because do that. It, it, yeah, it, you can't. If you do that, rude. No, but if you do that, then it puts the whole audience on edge. And like, if you, like... It's like getting angry no, at... No, but uh, you can do it in a really sly way where you can say shut up and be a bit funny about it, but oh, yeah. they get the point. Kind of like you did with that really old rag that was screaming in the middle of the audience one time when I came to... Um, An old rag? Yeah, she was annoying. Who? She's like, show us your penis, remember? Oh, yeah. Did Francis show his penis? No, but she was just very rude. And everyone actually in the audience was like, can she shut up? She's ruining it. But also, in what we had in Southport is that it's uh, for all of our listeners, it's Southport is just above Liverpool. It's about. It's, and it's not. It's to the west of Liverpool. It's above, uh, above and to the west. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> thanks, Jamie. And uh, it's a seaside town, and it's basically. It used to be like a real seaside destination. In apparently. the 80s, apparently. No, yeah. no, no. Like I think earlier, yeah. Or oh, the 70s. <laughs> the 17th century. <laughs> yeah, it used to be a real, real place to go. No, no, I think it was like in the sort of 30s. But it has now more care homes than anything else. There's a lot of care homes there because the average age is about 70 years old. Is that where you'd like me to put you when you're older? I would freaking hate to go into a care home. I would hate it more than anything to go into a care home. Okay. Would you enjoy going into a care home? I don't think, I don't think anyone like, wants aware. to go to the... But also at that point, I don't think they're quite aware. Yeah, they are. Some people are super yeah. aware they're in their care home. They know yeah, it. It's just because they need care. They're not all senile. Yeah. They just, my, just... my grandfather is in a care home. Is, it, is that what it's called? A mm. care home? Yeah. 
but they treat him really badly. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> like, it's not funny. I don't even know why I'm laughing. But he's got... <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. I get nervous laughs. But, like, we came to see him. So he wasn't shaved. He hadn't eaten properly. Like, he oh, was sitting man. on his own on a chair. These people are, like, horrible. It's like prison. It's yeah. really bad. So if you're going to, like, take care of people like that in care homes, make sure you do it right or don't yeah. do it at all. Okay. I would, I would, if Francis ever went senile, if you ever, I would love to take care of you. I would play tricks on you the whole time. I would, so I would pretend like you're under attack. Oh. <laughs> I would pretend, I would constantly make you do funny things. Oh no, it's, it's actually not funny. It's, it's not funny. I'm kidding. It's not funny at all. It's really not funny. <laughs> Why are you making fun of I'm not. dementia? <laughs> you're the one, I'm you're not. the one not having a nervous laugh. I'm not making fun of dementia at all. It's actually incredibly sad. It's actually one of my biggest fears. Losing my mind is one of my... Haven't you already lost that? No, but it is. It's one of my huge... Going insane is one of my biggest fears in life. But you are insane. But yeah, but actually going insane where I don't even know really what's going on or what I'm doing or I see things or hear things. That's my... Like when you're drunk. Corby. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's my biggest fear. What's your biggest fear? Uh, to lose the people I love. That's so sweet. And Francis, what's yours? My biggest fear... <clears throat> um, my biggest fear... Yeah, actually not being able to like... Say goodbye to the people that I love before they. I love you, Francis. Oh, I love you guys. I love you too, buddy. Happy birthday, Jamie. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Probably should leave it on that happy note there. Happy, hey, happy, happy. Because you're a little bit of a guest, Al. You know, we do like that. And we want to say. My second time on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, on the podcast. <laughs> and we want to say, hey, just a big shout out to all of our listeners who tune in every single week to listen to us. You guys freaking rock. Um, can you please email us? Um, some stories, some things you want to hear more of, what things you don't like, uh, some comments, some all these type of things, please email us at privatepartspodcast. No, contact at privatepartspodcast.com. Contact at privatepartspodcast.com. We'd love to hear from you. We want to read them out. We want to get all your comments. Uh, please leave us a review, all these kind of things. And we simply do this because hopefully every single week we entertain you. So thank you so much for being so freaking awesome. Uh, but for now, we want to give a big thank you to Now TV um, streaming service, our sponsors. So thank you guys for that. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, Eloise, can you please leave our listeners with something inspirational? <clears throat> oh, I always don't. I never know. I don't know what to say. Just love one another, guys. There's not enough love out there, especially from JV towards me. <laughs> See you guys in a bit. Bye. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.